Welcome to the Griot Journal's Coming Home Podcast. Your voice truly matters here. On this podcast, Dr. Marianne Jefferson seamlessly weaves your invaluable feedback, questions, and stories with her own unique insights. Join us on a journey that's often humorous, yet always fulfilling, as we're accompanied by a diverse range of guests and experts. Together, we'll dive deep into the realms of philosophy, society, culture, relationships, and personal growth. If you're ready to set out on a path of self-discovery and nurture deeper connections, you're in the right place at the right time. And in case you haven't heard it in a while, from our hearts to yours, welcome home. Welcome to the Griot Journal's Coming Home Podcast, where we delve into the profound and often complex issues that shape the human experience. I'm your host, Dr. Marion Jefferson, better known to you as MJ. And in case you haven't heard it today, to our military, veteran family, and wider community, welcome home. Today, we shift our focus to a matter of great weight and importance. Part two on our coverage of Parkinson's disease. Did you know that at the time of this broadcast, nearly 1 million Americans are living with a diagnosis of Parkinson's? And that the research suggests this number will surge to 1.2 million by the year 2030. These aren't just some obscure statistics or nuanced numbers. It's a wake-up call, a call to action. In the realm of neurodegenerative conditions, Parkinson's now stands as the second most prevalent, trailing only behind Alzheimer's. Each year, nearly 90,000 in individuals in the United States are confronting the challenges wrought by Parkinson's. And Americans are not alone. Because this disease knows no boundaries, globally, over 10 million hearts and souls navigate the delicate, intricate, and imposing terrain of this condition. And for those listening who still believe that age ain't nothing but a number, in this diagnosis, contrary to the thinking of many, it is not the sole arbiter in receiving diagnosis. While Parkinson's does often intertwine with the aging process, a surprising 4% of people are receiving their diagnosis well before reaching the tender age of 50. This challenges all of our assumptions about the swift transition of time. And for an even more nuanced view of this reality, according to the Parkinson's Foundation, research shows males are 1.5 times more susceptible to the grips of Parkinson's than their female counterparts, adding a distinctive hue to the intricate canvas of this condition. And so, we venture forth into part two on our discussion of Parkinson's, but I don't want us to get lost in the numbers because behind the numerical landscape are people, families, and communities shaped by the far-reaching implications of Parkinson's. I'd like to thank you for joining us on this journey today of loving, learning, and lifting as we explore the intricate facets of Parkinson's. And stay tuned for more profound insights from the Griot Journal's Coming Home podcast. And once again, welcome home. So what is Parkinson's? Parkinson's is a condition that affects the nervous system, 
It is a neurodegenerative disorder that impacts all aspects of movement. Now let's break it down in a way that we can all grasp. Picture your brain as a complex orchestra where each part plays a crucial role in keeping everything in harmony. With Parkinson's, some of those instrumental sections start to lose their rhythm. The result? Tremors, stiffness, and difficulty with balance and coordination, incontinence, and other digestive challenges, and even memory and intimacy. Parkinson's is known by five stages of development or progression. In the first stage, you may notice mild tremors and difficulty walking on one side of the body. And in the second stage, symptoms worsen and affect both sides of the body. You'll experience difficulty moving and changes in facial expression is noticeable. In stage three, balance and coordination are impaired. Falls are more common. Movements are slower and speech problems begin to occur. In stage four, tasks become very challenging. Assistance is needed for daily activities like dressing, putting on shoes, or cooking meals, or getting from one part of the house to the other. Walking may require a walker or a wheelchair. And in the final stage, stage five, it's the most severe. In this stage, the person may be bedridden or have dementia. Constant nursing care is required. Can they be maintained at home? For some people, they can. This is a conversation that you'll need to have with your loved ones, your families and friends, and even your healthcare professionals. So what can be done? How can we support ourselves as we love people with Parkinson's? Well, information is power. We need to learn about Parkinson's disease, its symptoms and potential challenges. We need to understand the condition and that help is possible and can be provided and should be provided along with a healthcare team to ensure maximum care. Communication is key and maintaining open and honest communication with the person you're caring for and family and friends is important. Encourage them, everyone, to express their feelings and concerns in the way that best fits their communication styles. And remember, acceptance is important. Make modifications. A Parkinson's prognosis is not a death sentence. Change can help you better deal and cope with the things that are in front of you. The home environment may need adjustments. And so we may need to think or rethink rather what it looks like on a weekly basis and sometimes on a daily basis, depending on what the person's needs are. Installing handrails, grab bars, and removing tripping hazards can create a safer living space. Mobility assistance. We've talked about chairs and um, canes, but also eating utensils as well. You may need to adjust the kind of eating utensils that you use to uh, take advantage of helping them with things that will ensure they have a grip on the forks, the pens and pencils, because sometimes their writing change uh, is stark um, as the disease progresses. You may need to help them with uh, other things that require fine motor skills, even brushing of the teeth or brushing of the hair. 
Manage medications. Parkinson's medications often have specific schedules. Establish a routine for medication management and ensure that the prescriptions are filled on time. Running out of medication is no fun. Um, it is important that when you start a medication regimen that you keep up with it. And healthcare professionals can help you with things that uh, will help you to keep up with those using med minders, using your phone uh, for timers and schedules and cueing others who are in your home that these times are important and what these times mean to the person living with Parkinson's and with people around them. Be patient. Jargoning uh, or jogging about these different challenges and instruments and mechanisms can be frustrating but it is necessary. And I promise you that a rhythm that you can all live with will occur. Seek professional help. Engage with healthcare professionals, including neurologists, physical therapists, and occupational therapists to provide comprehensive care and guidance throughout your experiences. These at-home modifications, I think, are pretty clear. Um, but some people will also need to deal with car adaptations. And depending on the individual's mobility, you may need to consider installing hand controls or choosing a vehicle with easy exit and entry. Resist the temptation to take things away. More than likely, what is needed is alteration, not absence of familiar things and activities. In my experience, once you start taking things away, you literally diminish the life expectancy of those you love. Remember, people living with Parkinson's can live a long life. Ensure that every moment is filled with loving, lifting, learning, and praise. It will be the little things. Let every one of them surprise you. And express gratitude for each new challenge and even crisis. It is the difference between life and liberty and sorrow, grief, and bitterness. Remember, acceptance is the key. Now on communication styles. We alluded to this earlier. Be patient. Allow the person with Parkinson's the time to express themselves, especially if they experience speech difficulties. And remember, this is one of the characteristics that is marked by Parkinson's. Maintain good eye contact. Remember, nonverbal communication, such as maintaining eye contact, can enhance understanding and connection. And people with living with with Parkinson's are looking to make those connections. They're looking for faces that are familiar, even as their familiar face is changing. Share understanding and empathy in each uh, effort to communicate. Use visual aids. Visual cues and aids may help in conveying informative information uh, effectively. Caring for someone with Parkinson's disease requires dedication patience and ongoing education as we've already discussed and by understanding the challenges and making the necessary adjustments in the process of time caregivers can significantly improve the quality of life for those they love living with parkinson's regular communication with healthcare professionals and support organizations is vital for staying informed and providing the best possible care in the tapestry of my life, loving someone with Parkinson's has become an intimately personal chapter, one that's reshaped my entire existence. The profound challenge I grapple with daily is the art of letting go. It's a paradox, really, to truly embrace life. I've had to unclench my grip on what I thought I could control. 
Life's journey, as it turns out, demands that we release the illusion of a mapped out path and instead buckle up for the unpredictable ride of challenges, crisis, and even constant change. Week by week, day by day, even moment by moment, I navigate this uncharted territory. And in these moments, I find solace in my faith and the memories of those who exhibited extraordinary faith and patience. Their stories become a wellspring of strength for me. I draw inspiration from survivors, from the resilient figures in the Bible, who despite their own trials, pressed on with unwavering determination. What I've discovered is a transformative shift in perspective, a willingness to view Parkinson's not as an adversary, but as an unexpected partner in this journey. When we alter the lens through which we see it, releasing our fixation on a predetermined future and outcome, a profound peace becomes possible. It's a journey of acceptance, understanding that the key lies not in resistance, but in embracing the reality that unfolds. In the face of uncertainty, I've learned that acceptance is my compass. It's a journey marked by a willingness to let go of rigid expectations, replacing them with a tender acceptance of each moment as it comes. This, I've found, is where the true essence of living resides. And in the distance, in the dance between surrender and acceptance, in finding peace amidst the unpredictability of life with Parkinson's, this is my story, my heart laid bare. Navigating the twists and turns of love and acceptance in the shadow of this challenging yet transformative partnership. There is hope. Now, here's the anchor of hope. Researchers advancing treatments are evolving, and people living with Parkinson's are defying the odds every day. Organizations like the Parkinson's Foundation are leading the charge in not just managing symptoms, but also in the pursuit of a cure and support to make everyday living with Parkinson's filled with joy, purpose, and meaning. Behind every statistic, there's a face, a family, and a community of fighters who refuse to be defined solely by Parkinson's. So, as you and I navigate this journey, let's focus on the stories of courage the strides in research, and the promise of a brighter tomorrow for those affected by Parkinson's disease. There is hope in the midst of this challenge, and together we can create a symphony of support and resilience. Thank you for listening. God bless. As we conclude this episode of the Griot Journal's Coming Home Podcast, we extend our profound appreciation for your presence in our community. Your stories and feedback are at the heart of what we do here. We'll be back soon with more captivating discussions, expert insights, and inspiring storytelling and expert conversations. If you found today's episode insightful, we invite you to consider sharing it with your network and leaving us a review. To learn more about the Griot Journal, visit warriorspurse.com. Until next time, from Dr. J and the team, thank you. We hope your week is filled with peace and balance.